Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. All right. Well, hey there, Ryan. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, man. Thank you for agreeing to do this. This is like the world is reacting right now. And I, I just felt inspired and impressed that we're having a conversation that you and I, regardless of anyone else that might want to hear this, that you and I might want to come back and reference this conversation as sort of a, a turning point in both our, both our lives. So it was important enough that we at least remember what we talked about. You know, like where I was when, when I found out, you know, that Eddie passed. And sitting in the studio, like I was in the middle of working, like like drumming up attention for the business and, and just like, you know what I'm saying, connecting with people and musicians. And it's weird. Like if I hadn't started slowly trying to reach out to all my heroes online and try to like start net, networking with as many professional musicians as I could, I would not have been in such a position today to send heartfelt sincere like actual messages to people that I love and respect like my heroes I've never met them right but I send a real message to them to say like you have touched me Eddie's music touched me I'm I'm humbled that I'm like a part of this community you know and I was what the prompted me to want to record this thing was when I realized and I said it out loud I said you know really the musicians are my tribe like everyone else has their race or their or their creed or their or their country or whatever their club is and sometimes people believe that they're their favorite club is whatever, maybe it's their denomination at church or whatever. And I will admit secretly all along, um, my tribe of people has always been musicians, man. It's like in my blood. <laughs> so it's all that I am. And like today is the day that like people are going to remember for a very long time. You know, like when Jimmy died. Dude. So that's how I yeah. feel, man. And I wanted to share that with you. Dude. Well, you know, it's interesting to me that all the discussions that we've had about, uh, you know, how people look down on on people that want to be career musicians. And, you know, if you want to enter a career that has to do with the arts, there's a lot of opposition. And it seems like it's an uphill battle in every way, you know. But yet, when when someone like... Eddie passes, people, you know, start to reflect and realize that, you know, one group of musicians could have such, such a huge effect on so many people. Isn't it sounding like such a diverse? So many people. Yeah, I mean, Eddie's still inspiring guitar players today. Young, young guitar players, you know. That had never heard him play before. Wasn't it? Uh, what was the gentleman's name from uh, Animals as Leaders? The, he plays the seven string guitar, uh, Abasi, or what's his name? Oh, Tozen Abasi. Tozen Abasi. Like, doesn't he just scream Van Halen kid? <laughs> I'm just assuming that Van Halen touched his heart, right? Like, we, and, and his name comes up in my mind because only very recently has that gentleman's music come into my life, and he's wowed me silence with the way he can play and 
And yet I find that same quality over and over again. I think all these musicians, the sacred man, the gifts that we have as musicians that we can build others up with music. I immediately, when I heard the news, I went and played Jump. <laughs> That's what I did when I heard Miz. I wanted to remember that moment, that song more than anything. It's my, I've said it on the podcast. It's my favorite Van Halen song, dude. Because it's the best of both worlds. Because, you know, you get great rock and you get great piano, like both synths, but I'm kind of a synth head myself. So that song spoke to me the first time I heard it. Um, yeah. I'm going to be mute myself and let you talk. <laughs> okay. Then, wait a second, dude. <laughs> Eddie, uh, he was one of, um, he was one of the musicians that, that inspired me to get into the guitar as much as I'm into it. Like when I heard, uh, the first, um, the first Van Halen album. When I was a kid, I I was really blown away that that a man could could do that, <laughs> do those type of things on a guitar. And you know, he he was the guitar player in the band. There was never a rhythm guitar player, so. Just everything that he did, everything that he did, his tone, wow. uh, his style, his all him innovation. Uh, like to me, he's he's the last oh. great guitar uh, <clears throat> innovator. Like he's the last great influencer. Yeah. Uh, when he changed everything, and I, I don't feel like there's been another guitar player to come along since him that has that type of dramatic impact on how people look at the way the guitar could be played or what was possible on the guitar. I don't think there's been anyone since him that was that dramatic. So it's... You know, if you think about how much, like we have gushed on just actually and the impact he had on his person, and mostly me doing the Rambo, but you, you do as well because you introduced me to him, and I know it's mean for you. And it doesn't speak volumes. But I've even heard Joe tip a tap to Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Like, even Joe, like, admits influence from Eddie. And I can't, like, you know, I was thinking just what really impacted me about Eddie's story with that guitar, frankly, you know, that, I mean, he had to fight his way into music, and I've used that phrase when describing what I've had, and there was just something about this cheap guitar from Indonesia, the little brand says Renegade, and, and, and we bought it when I was a teen at, um, at the little local music shop, yeah, it didn't cost much, I don't even know if it cost more than $150 at the time, right, it's just right. as basic as it gets, and I played that guitar, uh, I've been playing this guitar, for over 22 years, and when I finally got a little bit of coin with the corporate gig, I made sure that I sold, I had 10 guitars, bro. I sold every last guitar, even my, my favorite guitar ever, which was the acoustic Taylor uh, 214, um, because I, this guy, Greg Koch, uh, came to Guitar Center when I worked there, and he showed off the Taylor line, <laughs> and I 
love and like he said he was such a knowledgeable like man it was so cool to like have a real pro like teach you something right in one-on-one and so like i fell in love with the taylor guitar i bought one and i had to sell it man i just things came up right you have kids but i got rid of it dude but i knew i never this thing this guitar like patchy um i'm carrying it right now dude i'm pacing in my (laughs) studio dude and uh so betsy she has a name and she so like the first night i got her i kid you not I, I held on to her and slept with her in the bed. Like, I was so excited. You couldn't pry her from my hand. Like, I was so happy to have a guitar. And when I finally got a little coin in my corporate gig, like, in my 20s, I put some money into Betsy. Like, I, I took out the old pickups that were, like, starting to rust and, and put in these hot-rotted Seymour Duncans. Like, these are high-end, high-gain, incredible pickups. And it, there's just something about it that just draws out energy from this cheap wood. And makes it beautiful, man. I put these planet waves, lock and tuners on them. You know, that's, you know, well, not uh, Joe Satriani there, too, right? Because he had such a big impact on me and he, he was sponsored by them. And like his, dude, I still have my Joe Satriani um, guitar strap. And you know, do you know how much it meant to me when you told me that when I saw that you had kept the one that I gave you, man? You had yeah. dart on it? Like there's something about there's something about Joe's artwork that's so cool. I don't know what it is about it. It's so it's so eccentric and like unique and weird. And I think I'm I'm also describing my guitar. Like I had a I had a, a bass player in a band I was in. I won't name the band because uh, I don't want to call the dude out. But like he made a point when we broke up. Like the band broke up. You know how they just like just break up with a girlfriend. And sometimes bandmates will do nasty things. And he made a point of saying that my guitar was like a piece of crap. You know. <laughs> It was broken a real guitar. And I was like, that's when I knew that, okay, I probably can't work with that guy at the, at, <laughs> like, so it was a good decision to not continue my working relationship with him because it was like, you know, you don't understand my story if you think I have a crap guitar. Like, my guitar, I would rather put my guitar in my hands and make music with it than Eddie's guitar, than Joe Satriani's guitar, than anyone else's guitar. And, 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 my favorite guitar company, Fender, they didn't even make it. It's a knockoff. And I would still rather play it than any other. Like, bro, <laughs> I, like for Eddie, that, that guitar, that image of Eddie's guitar is such a huge, powerful, emotional tearjerker for me, dude. Like, I, you can hear it in my voice, man. Like, I'm, I'm in shock, man. And I, all of that's wrapped up in, every time I pick up my guitar, dude, there's a little bit of Eddie. That I think about, even if I can't play like him, right? But I just feel scared. I'm telling you, it's just it's so weird that you posted. I can't believe, I cannot believe that you posted Eddie's guitar on your Facebook story before either of us knew this happened. Like, I don't understand how, like, that was so, it was so comforting to do. It's like, such a godless dude. It's like, almost like uh, the universe letting me know that everything's going to be fine. You know, sometimes sad times come, but you know what, the music lives on. And this is what I've been tweeting my heroes. I've been saying to them, like, Eddie's music is going to live on forever. Like, you know Think about what it's going to be like for us to introduce the younger generation to Eddie and Taylor. <laughs> talk about Led Zeppelin blowing your mind. I referenced them on one podcast. Like, freaking, the first time you hear eruption. <laughs> it's yeah. the best, dude. Like, it's funny, though, man, because... <laughs> Even oh, uh, <laughs> when I started playing oh. the guitar uh, or, you know, 
getting into rock music, uh, you know, like around the age of 14, like when I really started getting into it, uh, Van Halen was, was classic then, you know what I mean? Like, so, uh, for me to be listening to it was at my age was a little odd, I guess in some ways, but. I just, yeah, but it was, spared you from so much garbage, bro. <laughs> yeah, but there was, there was just something about the way his tone and the way that he played, it was just, is very impactful to, to someone picking up the guitar to be like, you know, I've said it before, like, you, you hear someone play like that and you're like, I want to do that. That is that is really cool. Like, you know what I appreciate about his music too? It's like he's got such playable riffs in his work that, like, a oh, yeah. beginner guitar player can jump in in the party early on and play the real catchy stuff, and then the real advanced folks work on like the eruption solo, or you know what I'm saying? Like, he's got such a repertoire. He's like one of the perfect, perfect influences for someone wanting to play electric guitar. Like. I mean, I don't know if I can name a better option for like your own personal enjoyment and personal growth as a guitar player. It's just dive through that Van Halen catalog as deep as you can go, for as many hours as you can swim before it crushes your shit. And you're like, I'm going to go back to something simpler. Holy crap, this is too much. <laughs> oh, man, dude. <laughs> uh, I just. I remember, though, the first time <laughs> I heard that, that, uh, you know, self-titled album, their their initial one. I was just so blown away by the music, man. It was just, and I mean, I listened to a lot of Van Halen coming up. Like he was, like, I think he's more of an influence on on me uh, than I give him credit for. But uh, that's what's funny to me, though, like. Like, if I had one image, like, I thought about the guitar and just everything we're doing, and I'm like, if I could think of one image to kind of embody everything, like, that image of the Frankenstein guitar is, like, the only one that came to my mind. You know, like, nothing else could possibly... It was the only appropriate choice. Yeah. Response. yeah. And uh, <laughs> oddly enough, Fender uh, Custom Shop makes makes a like exact replica yeah i know uh, down down to the smoke uh, <laughs> uh the uh cigarette burns on the guitar you know like that's cool <laughs> and like i i wanted to get one of those but they're like fifty thousand dollars you know they're insane so, i feel so like in to, person you can believe yeah. that so to have one of those it's like it'd be uh kind of a dream come true in a way you know so it's just there's a lot associated with that image, man. Like the way that people, you know, would laugh at him back in the day when he'd put his little pedal board down, you know, piece of plywood <laughs> with all the pedals connected. You yeah. Know, and uh-huh. that, showing up with that guitar and people would laugh until he started playing, you know. And then once he started playing, it was like. That's been the reaction. uh over and over again by so many of the greats, like you doubt them at first until like, <laughs> um, until they all of a sudden the world sees who they are. Like, wait a minute, no one does it this way. I mean, name 
name it great, like the story is the same, you know, in that regard, it, there's always doubters, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, he was so, so different at his time that, um, you know, people were trying to get into the studio and record, uh, some of the songs they covered in, in his style before, you know, he would, so they could kind of get, get credit for <laughs> this crazy new thing that was happening, you know. That's cool, man. Incredible. What a phenom, dude. Like, yeah, he was... Producer. Just crazy. Like, I, I, I... It is so... It's creepy, uh, ironic, man, but I, I posted that just just because today they like the I don't even know what I have to think about what that's supposed to mean to me like it's just so weird. I don't know dude like it was just it was spooky to me like I, I have a well not me personally but my my family member uh, you know my, my grandmother who passed like once hung out with the great and legendary Sandy and Kago, right and I have such proof right too <laughs> but what I took away from that experience and uh, it, it's all these years later, like I have felt this deep and abiding respect for Sammy Hager because like he was a cool dude to my old grandma. Like, and that kind of a person, big old rock star, like for him to be laid back and respectful and like make my grandma, my, my grandma had the best sense of humor. Like, it, like if you could make her laugh, then you were, you were hilarious. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And to like, for her to like you and, and to just, all right, we're cool. Like I gotta say, man, it, my my respect for that man. It, actually, it's one of the things that made me want to listen to Van Halen. Okay, like I was a teenager when when that happened, right when they hung out, and um, I was friends with uh, with a friend of hers who was a, a DJ for I think it was Sirius XM, but she was a big popular huge DJ, and uh, she, she passed away. Um, and then my grandma passed away, you know, a few years after, um, and it's just. For whatever reason, like the, the memory of Sammy, like sticks deep in me, like like in in, in my heart. Like whenever I think of just just this family connection, I've never met the guy, right? But I have been like, following him on social media only recently. Like I, it never even dawned on me to um to follow my heroes, like and just not to necessarily talk to them or just, but just to see what's going on in their lives. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It didn't me until this year to to go follow Sammy Hagar on Twitter, or say, well, no, just actually only followed him years ago. <laughs> and I do have the I do have the, the privilege of saying that just actually has been been one of my earliest followers. Like if you look at Twitter and you scroll down in the follower list, he's one of the ones on the bottom. Like that dude, just through just one action that you didn't have to do, just hit follow on me on Twitter. He boosted my confidence so good, man. Like, and that dude is the guitar player for Sammy Hager. And I have such a, like, think about what a good person Joe Satriani is. Like, by all accounts, one of the nicest men in the business. Just oh, I've met him. Person. I've met him. He exactly. Had, that was one of the things that blew me away is how thoughtful and, he was. You know, there was no he, rush or anything. And if he could be in any band and chooses to be in Chickenfoot with Sammy Hager, like, again, I, I look at Sammy, like, who's that man? Who's that? I've never met the guy. But, like, who is that person as a man? And and because I have a family connection and I have a connection through friends of friends, isn't that weird how this network works? 
Like, I'm not saying I necessarily need to even meet Sammy ever in my life to like to appreciate the impact that I might have on him through just a random tweet. Because I don't know if he didn't remember me, right? But if he saw that tweet or something that said today, and I told him the realest thing I could, like how he had impacted me in such a positive way and how sad I was for his loss. And, and if that made him even just feel the tiniest bit better, like I don't say, I wouldn't presume that he would care about anything I would say. But what I'm, why I'm saying this out loud, Ryan, and thinking out loud like this is because it boggles my mind that I was in a position to send a message that had a higher probability that his eyes would see it because of where I was positioned in the market. You see? Right. And the fact that some dude who paid my my family member a kindness all those years ago, so I could just maybe have a good chance of repaying him a small token of that kindness today uh, on, on such a day like this, um, really just kind of strikes me and humbles me, dude. Like, I, I don't know how I ended up in such a position where I got to be a musician for a living, but it was the best decision that I ever made with my life. And once I was brave enough to say I could do that and believe in myself, then uh, everything else is just like timing in a matter of like it's going to happen. It's just when it happens, right? When you hit it big, it, it doesn't even matter. It's like, like we're there, dude. I'm already living the life that I'm living my dream, dude. <laughs> it's just, I just wish that um, I will admit that I, you know, I really wanted to, I was going to push to try to get Eddie on the show, of course, you know, that was, you had such a big impact on you and um, because you are my guitar coach and you, you've been my teacher for all these years, it was something that I was planning on and, uh, you know, really wanted to surprise you. You know, and I just knew the matter of time. I, I knew I didn't know his mental situation because I wasn't following him on social media before today. So if I had known, uh, I would have picked up the pace. I wouldn't have waited 20 years to, to reveal myself as a musician to the world, but um, whew, anyway, so this is what I'm going through, bro. This is real. This is how I'm feeling, and I want you to know, like, isn't it beautiful, like, the impact that musicians can have on your life, man? Like, nobody touches me like musicians, dude. Nobody. Nobody gets me like musicians. Nobody understands me like musicians. Nobody wows me like a good musician. <laughs> I mean, no offense to, to artists and, and other people in other domains, but I love everything I see from the world. But the world is beautiful, bro. And even though there's scary things, like I love everything I see from every culture that's beautiful. But the thing I always want to know, like it doesn't matter what the history was, what the religion is, what like <laughs> what the politics are. What I want to do when I get boots on the ground and I go to a new place, and I, it's like, well, tell me about the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Let me introduce you to Eddie. <laughs> I, I think people, because music has become such a part of every society, but especially uh, here in America, you know, music is, there's a radio in every car. Like most workplaces have, have music going while they're working and you start to realize how how music is such a huge part of our society, our culture. And uh, maybe we are taking that for granted, you know. Maybe we yeah, aren't yeah. giving people like Eddie the credit yeah. that they deserve. Because, I mean, 
I don't want to hate on Drake, okay? Sorry, guys. Sorry, kid. Yeah. But y'all, you, you got to understand who Eddie Van Halen is before you start getting obsessed with any of these. I'm telling you. Right. Oh, and it's my just, gosh. It's like my parents loved Eddie's music, you know? Like, it's, <laughs> you know, generations, there's there's people that, there's kids that love his music. Yep. That there's there's the world, kids dude. that idolize him. I mean, he's All just one of those. World. It's just one of those, one of those things where he was that type of musical power. You know what I mean? You know what I'm also realizing happening right now as we're recording. Can you stop and think about how many musicians right now plugged into their guitars and their oh man playing along? Do you, well, do you, you hear them playing? Because I can feel them playing right this moment, even though I you, don't have a guitar in my hands. Like, I feel it, bro. Well, what's so it's crazy, crazy, another thing that's so crazy is, like, some of some of my favorite guitar players felt the same way about Van Halen. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> you know, it is, he inspired them <laughs> so to, many. to be what they became. I mean, yeah. Well, even good, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I saw, like, I saw Arian Salazar, like, my favorite bass player in the world, he's sad. Like, I wanted to, like, hug that, man. <laughs> you know, because he, he taught me how to play the bass, you know, and uh, he went through some tough times in his life, so he died. But his music was a rock. It was a, and, you know, as the bass player, he's the foundation of, of the band. You see, the foundation of the of the melody and the, of the rhythm starts with the bass. It's the right. first it's the first frequency that comes out of just nothing but pure rhythm. Bass is what begins everything. And like, there's no, every other bass player I've ever come across has had to be compared to Arian Salazar. Like there had Primus, uh, Billy Sheehan, like Victor Wooten, Stu Hamm. You can keep naming, I can't, I can't even remember the name of Joe Satriani's other bass player that we saw uh, on the live uh, performance. I, I want to say his name out loud because he's also one of the best I've ever seen, right? Like every single bass player has always been shifted back through the lens of like, well, how does he compare it to my hero, right? And it wasn't until I started being like, when I started feeling confident playing Arian's music on the bass, then all of a sudden they're not my heroes anymore. Like they're my peers, they're my, my brothers, my friends. It changed that that learning to play music with them changed how I saw them, changed how I saw myself, changed what I thought was possible in my life. And it, it pulled me away from like dark times and, uh, you know, wanting to take my own life to, to bring, like helping me blossom as a human being. That's just way too sensitive for most folks. Like I'm, I'm hypersensitive and, and most people don't even understand how to process how they communicate unless they're musicians. You know, so, like, when someone like Eddie goes, like, I mean, it just, it's like a shockwave going through the air, dude, is what it feels like. I've got the wind knocked out of me, man. Like, I had to sit down. It's still kind of a shock, dude. Like, I'm still in shock. But when, these days, when I'm going through tough times, I've been going through some tough times, folks. Like, there ain't no lie in that. Like, I, I'm, you know, struggling. Like just with my emotions and just where I'm, my place in the world, and, you know, 
all I have to do is you know, put on some good music or play some good music and then recite the gift. And do you remember um, there was a particular evening, you know, and we've been, how, I mean, how many hours, I don't know, we haven't tracked, I haven't logged your hours, but I'm doing between 80 to 100 a week. Like I'm working twice as many hours as I was at the corporate job. And there was one night that I was just cooking on Twitter, right? I was just, I was, I was just going with the best of them, right? You sent me a playlist from Spotify, remember? And it was all 80 stuff and like high up-tempo energetic stuff that had, and there was, and Eddie Van Halen was featured. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you hear that man play and just, how can you not be happy when that guy plays guitar? Like, when you hear a recording or a live, when you see a live performance, like, I don't know, man, it's something else. There was, there was positive energy infused in uh, his playing. Like, and it came out, and that's, in his tone and in the feel of the songs that I've heard so many people say that uh, musicians coming up that there was something about Van Halen that when they played it, it just made them happy. Yeah. And that's true. Like I, I, Van Halen, it was was one of my favorite things to listen to growing up, like Van Halen. Mm -hmm. And again, like the guitar playing, not only could you enjoy the music, but you'd you'd just be blown away by the guitar playing. Um, yeah. It's just, I mean, you think these people are going to be around forever, you know? And yeah. You you don't you don't know you don't know that, and uh, I mean, you'll really see probably today all the people that he affected because everyone's yeah. going to be coming out, and you're really gonna you're gonna realize. You know. The whole feed shifted to Frankenstein, like the entire feed. And I scroll and do I follow a ton of professional accounts? Like I follow all of the all of the guitar brands I could find, all of the you know what I'm saying, like all the professional musicians that I could reach out to as quickly as possible, just so I could be connected and see what's going on. And every single one of them has Eddie with Frankenstein or just Frankenstein, or like they got Frankenstein with uh, their amp or Frankenstein with you know or or Eddie with somebody. Like it's just. That is why it's so eerie to me, dude. It is so eerie. I you I started that, that in my I, life, but I don't know about anybody else, right? I'm just saying, in my MJ's perspective, in my life, you were the one that gave me that image before the rest of the world even reacted. Like, I, I, it blows my mind, dude. Like, I I don't understand how that could have happened. I don't either. Of all the things that I could have posted today, I I just there was something about that. I'm just like. Like I just felt compelled to put that up and just, you know, guitar is not a crime. Not a crime, brother. Will you and DM lo and that, behold, that man, image I, or I'll, I'll find it. We'll talk later. I want to, I want to save it myself. Like I want to keep it as a memory in my phone so I can go back to it and look at it. it. It's just the picture that guitar says so much, I think to, so to guitar players, especially, but musicians in general, you know, like the image of that guitar means so much. And it's crazy. We yeah, that... rallied around it today. Like all of us, all of us in that community, we all rallied around that guitar. Yeah, incredible. Just a picture of of a man's instrument could could be that symbolic and have that much meaning. You know, it's crazy. Come on, me. I'm just security blanket. I'm holding that to you. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm gonna, I'll play her in a minute off, off uh, and I don't think I'm in a spot where I can play on air. <laughs> I'm hold so, like, I'm still, I'm still, I mean, it's creepy. It's eerie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I had no idea when I posted that. I just, like, and that, I had gotten that image just, you know, I had the image of the Corvette and I had an image of that because those were both like, they, they meant like if I had to pick an image of, of a guitar or something like that, like that, that image, the one. the one that would say everything that needed to be said, just a picture of his guitar, you know, you know, you know, I've talked about mine and it's only fair since, you know, I didn't need to reveal yours, but like your version of the Corvette for me is like the the largest concert grand that Yamaha can produce that I can put on the floor without legs, so I can feel vibrations the way that Beethoven did, and we wrote the Ninth Symphony. Like that's something that's going to happen in my life. Like I'm going to get me a concert grand. I'm going to get I'm going to go find Yamaha dealer. Right? <laughs> like I don't even care. Uh, you know, I'm going to get to the point in my life where well, that's something that's going to happen for me, man. And and it's something I hold very sacred. And I'm talking about it now because like. A piano is something I'm not scared to talk about my love of the piano, right? And my love of Beethoven. I'm not afraid anymore to be a musician. You know, so it's something that, like, it doesn't even matter if the world made fun of me for this, right? Like, I, I could care less. But I'm going to have that piano that I always wanted. Um, and I'm going to make beautiful music with it, dude. And my life's purpose has become so clear. It was already clear before this, but, like, today, it's like, there's no going back. There's no corporate gig. There's no safety net. I mean, there's a safety net. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not reckless. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, there's no, there's no, there's the burning of the boat, boats, right? We talked about many years ago, we talked about how when, was it Cortez's men that burned boats behind them? Oh, uh, it was just, uh, it was just like, uh, it wasn't necessarily an actual historical account. It was just kind of a, uh, like a story. A story used uh, to make a like point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and yeah, I don't remember if it was necessary which, which conquistador, and not that I approve of necessarily conquistador, but, um, but the, the, what mattered to me was like, you, you know, you had men with, with um, a decision, right? Like where, where they're going to go for right or for wrong. And, you know, I knew before today that I was supposed to be a musician. But I've never been so certain of it. That's really what I'm trying. That's the image. For me, it's the Rocky poster that I that sometimes will peek into my, my Instagram and my. You gave me this poster. Well, that's you know, another it's, image that means so much. Yeah. You know. The frames. I love this thing. This is my what probably my favorite things I own is this movie poster because Celestia Sloan's story he wrote and he produced like, dude, <laughs> it really like it resonated with me, man. It did. Million to one shot. That's my life, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's. I I mean I, I'm really gonna have to think about what that meant because it, I don't believe there's coincidence in life, you know. So for me, you know, to wake up this morning and just that was the first thing I wanted to put out there, and I <laughs> I mean I had no idea at all, you know, what had know. happened to him and. Like I, I just have to process. That. I don't know what that means. Like, yeah, me I mean, it's it's eerie. <laughs> it really is.
I can do is, is like, I feel comforted by it. I really do. Like, it makes me feel so good to know that no matter what happens, like, even if no one remembers who I am, um, they're going to remember Eddie. And that's, like, that's enough for me in terms of, like, legacy. Like, I don't need to be the most famous musician ever to be able to live my dream, you know? Um, I get to share the greats with everyone that I touch. Like, with these are recommendations that you and I make. And, and you and I both know, like, once the people catch up to all the references that we drop, like, they're going to go, oh, my gosh, the, the catalog is ridiculous. Like, we are so diverse between you and me together in terms of what kind of music we're into, what we talk about. And for Eddie to be so high up on both of our lists, the band nerd and the too cool for school, you know, always talking crap about band nerds, guitar players. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does that tell you about this man? Like, this man, dude, something special. Yeah. Like I said, I think he was, you know, you look at the course of the electric guitar and the people that that kind of came up and changed the way that people thought about it or what was possible. Like, he's the last guy, in my opinion, that really did that. Like, he he took... He changed what everyone thought was was possible on the electric guitar, and it's like all the whammy bar stuff, all the two-handed stuff, you know, the the pinch harmonics and the like everything, the, everything that he combined, you know, yeah, like that that change, like that changed everything. People wouldn't play the guitar the way they do today if it weren't for him. Dude, I just, how many people in the history of mankind has had such an impact on a particular instrument like a man like Eddie? I mean, he was so good, Michael Jackson wanted him to play on his songs, you know? Like, you yeah, beat it. Beat it. He played the guitar solo on that. So, on that and so, song. you know, whatever you think about Michael Jackson, he was the undisputed king of pop for how long, the fact that he needed Eddie to even make him look cool speaks volumes. <laughs> and that's one of the coolest guitar solos you'll ever hear, man, and beat it. I mean, if you if you don't think that I don't know the words to many, uh, like Thriller, and <laughs> I mean, for heaven's sake, my moniker is MJ, like a little on the nose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I love this music, and, and yeah, dude, that's the one with Eddie. It's amazing, like the connections that <laughs> Eddie's just there in my brain, man. All these different places, and he's like a sleeper too. Like, how many hits of, the, of his era like were everywhere? Think about how media was so centralized back then, and not as diverse. Right. And Van Halen, I mean, for them to be able to take over and dominate the culture for as long as they have, for the impact. I mean, I, it, it's it's so hard to think about another single guitar player with that kind of impact, dude. I mean, even Jimmy, you know, Jimmy just didn't get the time. He didn't get the career. He didn't get the, you know, like we talked about Johnny Cash, got this long life playing music, right? You know, Jimmy wasn't given that gift. Kurt wasn't given that gift, man. But Eddie was. And Eddie, man, isn't it, isn't it like humbling and also doesn't give you some joy to know that Eddie did everything he could with his gift? Like, he, he didn't leave anything. He didn't hold anything back, brother. Like, he just went no. Yeah, he wasn't afraid. To, he wasn't afraid to be himself either. He wasn't trying to be anyone else. So, what a legend, dude! 
Well, you, I mean, you think about it, like, out of, you know, because I've really tried to delve into um, the stories of a lot of my favorite guitar players, and I, I really like to hear any, you know, uh, any talented guitar player talk about their influences and and everything like that. And, I mean, if I were to just kind of compile all of that, I mean, Jimi Hendrix and Eddie Van Halen are probably the two most influential uh, rock guitar players. I mean, I think mo- more people have mentioned their their names than, than anyone else. Any other? There's nobody else in that class. And there's, and it's so funny, like the class that's just like the, the, the one thousandth of a centimeter right below them is so crowded. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crowded, dude. It's so crowded at the top of the heat, dude. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. There's so many, there's so many, dude. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, and Eddie and Jimmy. Touch them all. Every yeah. last one of them. Every last one. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Amazing what music can do. Yeah. That's, it's, that's why it's my it's deep in my bones. See when I say it to my tribe, dude. Like, it ain't. I don't need a tattoo. I mean, I love ink. Don't get me wrong. I respect people having. I'm just saying, like me personally. Um, it's, it's on the inside of me, like it's in my, the marrow of my bones. So I, I don't really feel like I need other ink to tell me who I am. It's just my own personal thing. I, I it comes out of my fingertips, man. I, man, dude, this is just such a. I I am so happy that you agreed to just let me record this conversation, man. Because I'm going to come back to this um, for many years to come and learn uh, just a lot of my own part at the time to be able to. Like being a podcaster is such a gift, and I know people who are in the sphere will, will relate to me, people who do the audio form, long form podcast that we do, because like when you're really, really obsessed with getting better, you're going to go back and listen to your own stuff to improve, but what naturally happens through that process is a form of journaling, and so like I have improved as a human being because I started being a podcaster, and it's been the same thing for my journey as a musician, and it's just such a natural fit together, and there's not a single podcaster that I have ever come across that doesn't have impeccable taste in music. And I, and I mean that sincerely. Like, I've met a lot of podcasters just even recently, and then, like, every single one of them is thoughtful, sensitive. Like, even if their persona on the podcast might be a little rocket, like, I know if you do, too, do, like, the shtick when it's, like, the bros, and it's, like, an old-school 90s shock jock kind of, like, format, you know, and they're good at it, too, right? But, like, when you actually get to know that person behind the moniker, you're blown away. Like, my buddy Steve... He introduced me to Nightwish, like, I don't know, a decade something ago. And it, it took me a decade to understand the value of that recommendation, right? And Eddie was, like, the best one that I've ever gotten in terms of, like, that story of, of him, like, forging his own way. And he did it, dude. He lived a long, long thing. And he was just beautiful, dude. Like, I... It humbles me to know that, that I still have a few years left. You know, I, I, however many. Just ask your audience, I say, I keep it alive to 95. So 95 is a good number to shoot for. I'll shoot for that. <laughs> you know, 9,500 and 5, Massimino, right? Same difference. 
you know, who cares a decade and social minds a decade. But um but yeah, due to like if I could live as long as Eddie did, um well, what a privilege that would be to be able to keep making music that whole time. That's what I'm gonna be up to, man. I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't have any other plans, brother. This is it for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being I, on the team, man. You like you really do lift me up, man. I I feel like we're unstoppable together. It's just uh funny how life works out, man. It's just really <laughs> interesting to me. For real. I wonder what the audio quality of this conversation is going to sound like. I'm, I'm always so paranoid about audio quality that I was like, I don't want to lose the flow. I want to record this now. I don't want to like, I don't want to have to get the good gear out. Like I, I just, I had just, isn't that funny how that happened? Like I just got back into town from your place and recording like one of the best podcasts ever like with your dad about music. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> and, you know, your dad played guitar for us. Your dad played guitar on our podcast, dude. Like it's freaking amazing. Okay. And and I all the microphones are packed away and all the cords are wrapped up and I just got in the door. I barely had time to even think. I don't even think I got four hours of sleep. I've been so so like busy. And I just <laughs> it's just the timing of all of this, man. That like I had to I had to just record it with the most basic recording thing I can do, which is just straight on the phone, phone microphone. And there's apps that you can download to just like even do a three-way call and boom, record and you get the whole conversation. Um, so like call recorders and hang it out. That's pretty handy. Um, it's perfect for a podcaster trying to capture ideas on the spot. Right? If there's no other option, you need to talk remote. And I'm so grateful that we had that technology because we captured this moment dude, in our lives. It means a lot to me that we were able to do that. Like the technology being available to you feels like nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. And it's just a weird, it's a very weird moment for me. I, I think I'm going to, it might take a while for me to process what everything means, you know? Well, we've been talking for a while. We were at 52 minutes, so. If you want to call it, I'm a bit spent. I mean, emotionally, I know I know we normally do a two-hour thing, but I don't think I can go two hours. I'm I need to get some rest, dude, and I need to eat. Yeah, well, <laughs> I take care of myself, dude. Yeah, definitely. Um, we got a lot on our plate, man. Man, well, dream warriors. <laughs> you know, what's funny is like the the picture of that guitar was going to be half of the half of the image for me, you know. Guitar like that. So, yeah. Well, I guess I'll uh, pull the ripcord here, but. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, we uh, we get the privilege of carrying on that legacy, right? We get the ability to do our work. We're going to touch people's hearts and minds with music and, 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 and uplift them, right? Toss away. That's, that's our mission. That's like literally what we're all about. And Eddie is one of the best ambassadors for that that's ever lived. So, yeah. I mean, to be able to share his music with people, um, I I wanted to let you know my intention here. Um, I know normally for Inside the Sound, we we sort of sandwich the episode in between our own music, which is the, the title song, Inside the Sound, that we wrote together. But I think for this episode, um, 
Anchor, thank you for everything you do for us, and, and I love you as a sponsor, but I'm going to have Eddie Van Halen sponsor this episode. Uh, I will um, I will just not, like, play my music at the start and at the end. I kind of want to just have this podcast be its own thing um, on the channel, and um, because I, if it's okay with you to release this one, man, I, I just... Uh, It's just something that I feel like I owe as a small thank you for Eddie and working on this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, can be to be completely honest, I don't know that, I don't know that I would play the way that I play, or I don't know if I would have been it, feel the way I do about the electric guitar if it weren't for him and his music. I really don't. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for giving me your time, dude, and yeah, thank you for being on this journey with me, bro. Thank you for listening, as you always do as a good listener. I mean, as a good musician does, it listens well. Uh, you always are able to let me sort of solo, right, with my monologuing, and then you process it and you help me carry through my ideas, just like you do when we're writing music. And you know, thank you, Eddie. Thank you for the spirit you brought into both our lives. And, yeah. Um, all of you that were touched by Eddie's legacy, you know, I, we are so sorry for your loss. Uh, Eddie's family and loved ones and friends and, 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 you know, associates and all his fans. Like, we feel your pain. We're there. We're with you. We're here. And, um, you know, please, if you're feeling down, just put on some of the music. Put on jump. Put on, you know, put on something that, that gives you hope to remember that, that no one will ever forget that. Man. That's what I'm going to do right now, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do an eruption. I'm doing eruptions. I already did jump, so it's time for eruptions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if I can start playing it, man. We'll see what I can do. It's going to be a while before I'll, uh, I'll send that video to the world. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Thanks for this, buddy. I appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for your time. Yeah, we'll talk later, man.